0: What's up, everybody? It's Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit. You are joining the Raspy Voice Kids for the Hail West Virginia podcast. Today is a special day because we have a brand new coach. It's a new era. Neil Brown is in town. He's our new head coach. We're super excited. And we don't know as much about him as we would like to. So what the RVK has decided to do is we've invited Melanie Newman to the show. Melanie Newman is a sideline reporter she's an announcer she's one of five women in the entire nation doing play by play for professional affiliated baseball melanie newman is a big deal and you know what's better everybody melanie new melanie newman dates a mountaineer so let everybody please welcome melanie newman to the raspy voice kids podcast what's up melanie
1: what's up guys
0: all right so we're gonna do rapid fire to get started you ready
1: um hey bring it at me
0: jeremy phoenix question flowers or chocolate
1: Chocolate,
0: Skittles or Starburst?
1: Ooh, Skittles. Taste the rainbow.
0: Batman or Superman? Superman. War Eagle or Roll Tide? Oh, War Eagle all day. Sweet Home Alabama or Country Roads?
1: Oh, you're killing me. Uh, we got go to go Sweet Home Alabama. We got to protect the roots. All right, so you've been doing this sports thing for how long? Huh. <sighs> 2019 so this i guess professionally would mark right around nine years okay so
0: you you're a veteran in the game
1: i'm working on it not there yet but well
0: you've done a lot of things you've accomplished a lot the thing that i'm most interested in that mountaineer nation is most interested in is the fact that you're well versed in the man that is neil brown and we know i can tell you off the top of my head he's won 31 games in three years he was two and one against power five five teams LSU Nebraska and Clemson and he only lost to Clemson by six I can tell you that he's a product of how mummy he is a product of the air raid but he doesn't quite run the air raid he's three and zero in bowl games I can tell you the stuff that is relevant to his record and his stats what can you tell us that the record that the stats that the numbers won't tell us about Neil Brown
1: You're getting someone who's not just a good head coach. He's a good developer of men. And he's been on the record about that several times, that at the end of the day, these guys can graduate and they can either continue to play football or go into another venture. But if they're not graduating as better men of Troy University, then he hasn't done his job to the fullest that he would like to do. So he's going to bring in a ton of character. And I don't even think that's a reflection to say, that West Virginia hasn't had it. It's just anywhere he goes, that's going to be his ultimate motive at the end of the day. And I think that's the biggest factor that leads him to be a player's coach because he's invested in these guys for more than just the stats that they're putting on the field. And I like that you mentioned the Clemson game because it's really a big sticking point with the Trojan Nation. That game came down to a very controversial missed call. And then, of course, the Tigers going on to be the national champion. So it's something we remember that. It was one of a program that not only held with the Tigers, but if we want to play that should-have, would-have game, probably should have beat Clemson very early in the season. And the LSU win was in Death Valley. We were a homecoming game. It was supposed to be treated as an easy win and they rolled right over the Tigers, and it's not the first time that they should have beat LSU either. So he's his coming in and his investment in these people, in their hearts, in who they are, really starts to show out because those wins are translated from that. These guys play for their coach.
0: Once again, we're here with Melanie Newman. Melanie Newman, you're a graduate of Troy University, so you obviously have an emotional investment The things you're saying, I can speak to only because I saw his introductory press conference at Troy. And one of the things that blew me away is he said, we will be here for the players, that we will be here to serve the players. I I love that. I love that. And I love that as you as you talk about him, he did what he said he would do. He didn't just win games, but he was there for the human beings that played for him. And and evidently he was able to develop them. Um, He's a married man. He's got children, correct? Correct.
1: He's got two little ones.
0: What's that like? Like, how does that affect? Because we're leaving. You got to know Dana Holgerson was a bachelor and Dana Holgerson was known as a partier. And when he first got here, he got kicked out of a casino. That was kind of a thing that, you know, he was able to smooth those things over, but he never quite lost that stigma that he's just a wild guy. Neil Brown seems to be uh, a little more buttoned up, even though he does like to pipe it up, right?
1: (laughs) That pipe it up video is going viral. And what I love about that is, down at Troy during the ball games, we do these little segments called karaoke with the coaches. They're pre-recorded, but it puts one of our head coaches for any of our sports up on the jumbotron, and they start singing a song, and they have costumes and props, and students have to guess what song it is. And we could <laughs> never get Coach Brown to get the time because it's you know obviously during his season. Yeah. Um, to go up. But now that this video is recirculating, I'm like, look, this is his moment for karaoke with the coaches, even though it didn't make it. That's his submission. And the other department heads have loved to have fun with it. Our head baseball coach, even um, instead of saying, you know, take me out. I want to be in center field. He had a little fun with Brown during the game. And so he went out in pads and he said, you know, put me out. I want to be safety. And Brown watched the video board and he was laughing at it. And they kind of pointed at each other. And I have a lot of appreciation for the fact that in the game, you know, it's a commercial break. So he's talked to his players. He's had the time to sit down with them. He's still focused on the game, but he also took that minute to acknowledge that the other coaches were having a little bit of fun with him. And he still remembers at the end of the day, this is a college game. And if you're not loving it and having fun with it, you know. What are you doing out there? But it's like you said, he's a foil to Dana Holgerson, where Holgerson was the bachelor and running around always with a Red Bull in his hand. Brown is the family man. He's got his kids and wife. He's a very humble individual. And, you know, you'll see him out, and I definitely would classify him as an approachable head coach. But at the end of the day, he is going to be a little more quiet. And, you know, the activities that they partake in are going to be different from what Dana did. They might get to step out for dinner During the season, I would definitely think he'd be a little more out and about during spring, especially with the opportunity to explore the new town of Morgantown and to see everything it has to offer. But I just think fans are going to really love who they're getting as a human being out of Neil Brown between being a family man and being as humble as he is wherever he goes. That football team, that program, that town, that college, that's family for him. That's not something that's just unique while he's at Troy. That's while he is anywhere that he takes it. And it's going to be a big part of the Mountaineer family.
0: Let me tell you something. If Coach Neil Brown goes and explores all that Morgantown has to offer, he will be divorced very soon. So he should just probably focus on dinner. That. They have di- a
1: very, very solid family. So. Yeah, he
0: better He better focus on dinners and movies. That might be his best case scenario. <laughs> and maybe go see Cooper's Rock and some of the other sites to see. But Morgantown got a lot to offer. But not, but family man, maybe he maybe got to be careful. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Not I that I would work. know. I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> I, so what? A quick question for you: How often do people call you Melody instead of Melanie?
1: Oh, like all the time. If I go through a drive-through or Starbucks or anything where I have to give my name, I just say Mel. No. And and even then, sometimes it gets botched, but it's just a lot easier. But I'll answer to everything. I mean, I've had people who have been like, hey, Emily. And I turn around, I'm like, yeah, what's up? And they're like, oh, my gosh, that's not her name. It, it is what it is. I'm so used to it at this point.
0: What percentage of the time do people spell your name right?
1: Oh, like five.
0: I get it. So, <laughs> and when you when you first became acquainted with Coach Brown, what was yeah. your first impression of him?
1: Um, I, you know, we worked kind of from afar with each other. I'm always out on the field and he's out on the sidelines, but getting to witness what he puts out on the field, his demeanor on the sidelines, as well as out in the offices during practices and everything else, we got You can't draft up a better hire than when Troy brought him back to the program to be the head coach. And I think, you know, I'd love to give credit for that and say that, oh, you know, we knew it all along. We knew the character of the man we were getting in Neil Brown. I don't think we knew just how good of a coach he was shaping out to be. And Larry Blakeney, who is a legendary coach at Troy, said it best himself. Neil Brown is going to be a success wherever he lands during his entire career. And I fully believe that 100%. Um, but what really stuck with me was I finally had the opportunity to work in my actual career form as a sideline reporter in a Troy game this year. And so sitting out with him before we started rolling the cameras, you know, he came down the stairs and I said, coach, I'm sure you don't know who I am or, or recognize me or whatever, but it's such an honor, you know, f- to get to work with you in my true calling as a reporter, because, you know, the in game host, it's a little different. It's this lighthearted, you know, high energy. It, it's not as tough of a position as far as what work you're bringing to the table. Um, and it, it kind of hit me that he said, oh, Melanie, you know, I love what you do. I know exactly who you are and, and thank you for everything that you do to our program. It's great that you came back as an alum. And it, it blew me away to think, OK, well, this guy has so much on his plate in game, but he still took the time out to notice that I'm, I'm a small contributing piece of what goes into that football program. And that's the same that he is throughout the entire organization. I would be really hard-pressed to think there would be anybody in the athletic department as a whole that he doesn't know who they are and what they do. And that just goes back to that humble aspect that he brings and that he appreciates every single piece of the department.
0: I think it shows not just humility but also his attention to detail. That's the first thing that jumps out at me when you make those kinds of statements. Oh, yeah, 100%. So one of the things that's kind of in limbo still between Troy and West Virginia is WVU has a defensive coordinator in Tony Gibson who's been here for a long time. He's mm-hmm. from West Virginia. He's, his dad was a coal miner. He loves West Virginia more than as much as any person who exists on this earth. He was hoping to get the head coach job. He obviously did not get it. Um, it sounds like Troy is going to try to retain their defensive coordinator as the head coach. Is, that, is there any truth to that?
1: I cannot comment on that. Um, Troy has still been relatively quiet for this past week. I have heard little pieces here and there through the rumor mill that maybe, you know, Matt Moore, the OC, goes with Brown up to Morgantown. But honestly, I, I can't put stock in anything right now. I can't blame, you know, West Virginia, the fan base, especially for wanting to keep their DC. I've heard about, you know, his recruiting abilities and how tight knit he is with the Mountaineer student athletes. Um, And I think that's a great asset. So it'll just kind of have to see the way that Brown plays it. And from what I'm hearing with a six-year deal, that's a tremendous amount of time, not only to trust in Brown's ability as a coach, but to really let him dig himself into this program, to have the time to you know, start to make the changes that he wants to see in it and to really get in with recruiting.
0: So while you've been hearing rumors, have you heard any rumors about Tony Gibson and his camp reaching out to maybe try to get the head coaching job there at Troy?
1: I have seen it. I've seen a lot of people commenting that, you know, hey, we didn't take him. Troy, you definitely should. And obviously, again, taking Neil Brown, who was Kentucky's OC before we brought him back to the Troy worked out well for us I I have no reason to think that we couldn't make a success with another coach especially one who shares that similar background and ability to mesh as Brown does Um, but we'll have to see I I'm not even sure honestly the timetable other than a hopefully quick one that Troy would like to move in
0: all right so we're gonna wrap it up you've been fantastic you've answered all the questions we were hoping you would answer even some (laughs) of the ones that are frivolous so we thank you for that you've been a good sport But these are the questions we ask every person who joins our show. You ready for them? Okay, let's go. Lion King or Toy Story? Lion King. Best Pop-Tart?
1: I got shipped a case of Unicorn Pop-Tarts, so we'll have to go with those. Wait, what happened? I was given four years ago the nickname The Unicorn by a coaching staff. And ever since then, I have been gifted almost every Unicorn item imaginable. And this summer, Kellogg's released Unicorn Pop-Tarts, and I, I still don't know who sent them to me. They were through Amazon, but I have a case of them in my kitchen right now. So I've been slowly making my way through the pack.
0: Well, now we got to figure out why were you nicknamed the Unicorn?
1: <laughs> they never fully explained it. It was something <laughs> – Matrix thing or whatever – Um, but I'm not kidding you. I have, I am wearing unicorn fuzzy socks right now at 98% of what I own that has the insignia on it has been gifted by someone at some point. I'm not mad about it because growing up, I didn't really have any nicknames. Um, I was the awkward, shy, introverted kid. So it's not a bad one. I'm not at all opposed to rolling with it. I have unicorn socks on too.
0: So yeah, look at that. What are the odds? Um, that is not true. All right best fast food french fries oh huh
1: i mean there's just so many different ones Arby is the best curly fry but then like you've got the chick-fil-a waffle fry gotta pick one. one oh uh, just one just one Let's go with checkers
0: checkers what a choice nobody else has said checkers that's a <laughs> I, we'll take it it's wrong but we'll take it um <laughs> What Now, the last question. Now, think about this carefully. What is your favorite podcast in the world? You
1: guys, hello, the Raspy Voice Kids. The you Raspy
0: guys. Voice Kids. Look, she got some of them wrong, some of them right, but the most important one she got correct. Melanie Newman, thank you for joining us. Please tell everybody where they can find you, how they can follow your work, um, and how they can just basically be a part of what you're doing.
1: It's really simple. It's all under the same hashtag at whatever, including my website. It's Melanie Lynn com. Ironically, there's a lot of Melanie's out there. So it's M E L A N I E L Y N N E. Then another N for Newman. Um, that's my Instagram, my Twitter, my website. I try to keep it all really consistent. Of course, my contact forms are all through my website. If they want to touch base, I've been trying to keep up with mountaineer nation as best as I can, but you guys have been blowing me up this week. Uh, so thank you for that. I think I've got like 400 new Mountaineer followers on Twitter. I don't know what I can tell them outside of Coach Brown, but we'll find out. Well,
0: one last question. How did you meet your Mountaineer boyfriend?
1: <laughs> um. So he played at West Virginia in 2013 and 2014. He ended up transferring and finishing at High Point University, um, just trying to better his career a little bit, and, and that's where he left it. He's starting to pursue – bigger markets where he can impact and make a positive change on people's lives. We kind of ish met through an event that I was covering, although I had never seen him face to face. We ended up actually connecting on Instagram, believe it or not. I um it, it goes, it goes <laughs> down in the DMs. Well so here's the thing and I will defend him on this is everybody thinks that he slid into my DMs. I didn't intentionally to start anything. Yeah how- yeah, <laughs> I did on one of his Instagram stories, I don't even remember what it was anymore. Um, and sporadic, you know, here and there, conversations ended up in text messaging and ended up in FaceTiming. And I'm very, very lucky to to have him. He's been an absolute joy in my life, especially this holiday season. But he's been ribbing me all week about you know how I was okay with being a semi Mountaineers fan because Troy and West Virginia never intersect. And of course now you guys are taking our head coach and I have not heard the end of it from him in that regard, but it does make my first trip to Morgantown this fall a little better because now I'll be truly rooting for coach Brown and to see what he puts together with this team.
0: Well, when you're there, you're going to have to see the Raspberry voice kids. We'll be there as always. Um, yeah. Again, thank you for being a good sport. Thank you for joining us. It's been so much fun. We're going to stay in contact. Maybe we'll have you back on As things progress to get some updates, some information, maybe some things that you know that we don't know. But either way, thank you, Melanie Newman. Best wishes for all that you do. We'll talk to you soon.
1: I'm about it, guys. Thank you so much. (laughs) Podcast Network.